You heard it here first. Spring is coming early, Subterrestrial Lights. My name is Cole. My name is Taylor. We have a huge show planned for you today. More serial talk, highly contested internet debates. We're going to talk about uh, a sub subculture. Yes, our first music. subculture. Um, thoughts and opinions. No, I think our first subculture was what, the last one. Which Groundhog one? Day. Oh, yeah. We went in on Groundhog, we went in on Day. On Groundhog Day. We had to let people know that. That's true. Yeah. Hey, we're already into it was the subcultures. It was happening. It That's was good. happening. Um, and the cereal we have today mm-hmm. is, it's, I don't want to show it yet. Do you want to show it? No. Not I'm yet. Show not it. yet. Okay. It's has the potential to be magically delicious, though. Oh, you'll have to wait and see. But before all that, we want to have a special, special message from the people that help make this podcast happen. And also, thank you to our monthly listeners and our monthly subscription subscribers. Mm. What's that guy's name again? What? Which guy? Kenneth. Oh, <laughs> Kenneth. That's right. Hey, <laughs> Kenneth. Thanks again for the support. Uh, we couldn't do this wonderful <laughs> podcast without you. Thank or you. Or could we? Or could mm. we? Hmm. All right. <laughs> right out of the gate, we have this very important thing. Yep. Highly contested internet debates part two. Part two. I hope that this becomes like Little Wayne albums where it's just two, three, four, five, you know, like the Carter. I'd be down for that. I think this is a good idea. Hopefully this one goes over well. So these are from Mashable. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll throw the link in the show notes if you want to follow along with us. But the very first one, I spent like five minutes trying to figure out how I actually do this. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> because I'm like, I don't know, maybe I do it differently every time, but uh-huh. I think I know how I do it every single time. But it's, what is the best way to draw an X? So there's eight different uh, ways that you can draw an X according to this tweet. You can go, like, for example, you can start from the bottom with both lines. Yep. But you can do one line before the other one. So it just goes vice versa. Up and down, side to side, uh, down, down, up, up. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. And then, left, right. Yeah. And when know, I was everything. when I first read this article, I definitely sat on my couch and drew an X each of these different ways too. So which one are you? I am a start from the top both times, but I'm going to start with the top left hand corner. Okay. And go down to the top. I think it's important to notate that you're left handed. I am left handed. Yes, it is important to because I'm probably different than. Yeah, the other ninety percent of the population. The most. Yeah, but yeah, I start top left, go down, top right, go down. I also start from the top, but I start on the right. Okay. And go down, so I'm in. I'm an eight on this chart. So you're you're the eight. You start with the first one. I start. Go down on the right side. And go down to the left, and then I go back up to the top on the left, and go down to the right. Gotcha. So then I'm a I'm a seven. You're seven on that. I think that whoever is a four mm-hmm. is borderline <laughs> insane. <laughs> might want to get checked out. So the the number four, you start from the bottom right. Oops. Uh, this is just a reminder to shut off your devices uh, whenever you're recording a podcast. Anyway, <laughs> number four, you, uh, you start from the bottom right-hand corner, go up to the top left, <laughs> but then you come over to the top right and go down. Think about how unnatural that is for some people. So you're writing with a pen. I've got a pen here. So I'm going from the bottom right up. Yes. The only way that this would make sense is if you like make an X all in one motion. 
So for example, you go from the top right, you go up to the left, come back to the middle, loop it to the top right, and then go down. Yeah, then, but that's not what this is showing. And it looks different. Right. It doesn't look like an it's X. It's not actually an X. But even like in cursive. Mm-hmm. Cursive, the closest How one to cursive. do you X in cursive? You go like a squiggle in the middle and then up. Right. Would be a six. So mm-hmm. that would be a similar motion with a So with somebody cursive. who may have learned cursive in school or primarily used cursive would, would do it that way. But, yep. huh. Yeah, so I do eight because right. whenever I write, I, I want to end where I'm going to start again. Exactly. Well, except for I don't actually do that, but it's just easier for me because as a lefty, I'm always trying to figure out the way to not get ink on my hand. So oh. I, I just have to, you know. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even have to consider that. Yeah, that's why most lefties like hook their arm super heavy when they write. Wow. Fun fact. Gosh darn it, that's a subculture we that's, need to talk about. That's a Left-handed sh- people That just struggles. sounds like a struggle. It's just not a it culture. Is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a struggle. Did you know that our life expectancy is like nine years shorter than right-handed people? Wow. Yeah. Off Any of reason? Just like malfunctions with equipment and oh. heavy operating equipment and those type of things. Yeah, because that's yeah. all that's made for, mm-hmm. usually made for someone. Look at right a chainsaw. Right. The next time you use a chainsaw, try doing it with your left hand and True. see how safe it is. Not at <laughs> it's all. It's not. You either don't do it or you learn how to do it right-handed. Wow. But hey. that's Oh, I didn't think about that. That's crazy. I've cut trees down with you too. That's yeah. the scary part. Right? <laughs> I, I'm over here. My life was in danger. Yeah, I was swinging that thing yeah. around with my opposite hand. But hey. All right, the next number 2 on here mm-hmm. seems like an abomination. Our <laughs> <laughs> St. Louis style bagels a food crime first of all i didn't know this existed me neither and i live i I would hour and 10 minutes away from st louis right if i was ever going to go to a city for anything growing up i was going to st louis right so like a big city right like a big city exactly i have never seen this and it like it it just makes me want to throw up so st louis style (sighs) bagel for those who don't know imagine cutting a bagel through from the top to bottom like a piece of bread like they a, they made it like a, a bagel loaf, loaf. Bread. Mm-hmm. so there's a whole bunch of small pieces but it's cut in the middle still here's the problem in the middle mm-hmm. you're getting two very small <laughs> circle pieces right. of bread right like whenever you cut it mm-hmm. unless you what is this who the, is this for i don't know this, Th- is this is for that for that cheap person who comes in on the potluck day at the office and is like, "Hey, I brought bagels." Yeah, and then you only have to buy four. Because right, there's pieces <laughs> right. for everyone. Yeah, and you just get the drive-through cream cheese, and you're good. This just looks like a bunch of pieces of bread. Yeah, there's okay. I know there's somebody from St. Louis who listens to us. Right. If you know about this, please, please, please let me know because again, when I saw this, I don't like it. It's I would call it a crime. I like the caption. Today I introduced my coworkers to the St. Louis secret of ordering bagels bread ordering these bagels sliced this way. It was a hit. Yet the boxes are both full. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. It I introduced them. And there's It was a hit. Like a couple And they're all still thing. here. Yeah. Maybe it's just Alex like, Alex's secret. Yeah, Alex, these are great. Yeah. It's Alex's secret, not St. Louis's secret. Yeah. I've never but, heard of this. I mean, it's either weird, hmm. weird look too, but uh, I say they're a food crime. Food crime. Terrible. Agreed. <laughs> you need to see the picture, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, you gotta get. You, you, if you're you if you're just listening, like, you gotta get what on. What is that? Or who just would, search it. Who would cut a bagel that way? Even if you get them from the store, they're cut <laughs> down the middle. Right. Like, 
kind of just gives me a little wise. bit of anxiety looking at these bagels. Like it's, this is not what a bagel is anymore. It's it's one of those cringe yeah. things. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you watch these ten things will make you cringe on YouTube. <laughs> and it's like And number one. Number one St. Louis style bagels. <laughs> For sure. Needs to be on there. Number oh. three. Oh. Should you bite or lick your ice cream? Lick. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. if you bite it, your teeth hurt. Right. right? It's cold. Your teeth are sensitive to cold. Like thing. I could see like kinda using your front teeth to kind of mm-hmm. scoop it. Like mm-hmm. pull it into your mouth. But from there I'm not chewing anything. There's nothing to chew. Right. It the, melts. But if it's if it's just straight up an ice cream cone, I would lick it. I would lick it. If I'm eating ice cream out of a bowl, I get a scoop of it, but then I just put it all in my like I put yeah. the spoon in my mouth and I don't really bite it, it or right, and you let it kind of you just kind of let it melt or, or push it maybe it if there's the cookie dough, then you chew the cookie dough, right? But you're not chewing the ice cream. the The only time that I've ever bit into something that's an ice cream like product would be like an ice cream sandwich or like a dilly bar. Yeah, and you or, have no choice. But you a don't have a choice. Cone. Right, exactly. Sure. You have to because you don't want, you can't lick through the <laughs> chocolate. Right. I guess you could, but. It'd take longer it and you'd probably longer. get some melt factor. Right. Um, but it says, should you factor. bite or lick your ice cream? You should definitely not bite your ice cream if it's just ice cream straight up. I want to say on here on the tweet, mm-hmm. bite got 47% and mm-hmm. lick got 53%. Out of, That's not a, out of 196 votes. Right. So There's not a huge discrepancy. No, there's not. 47 to 53. Mm-mm. That's that's close. Yeah. That means there's a lot of weirdos <laughs> out there in the world biting their ice cream. Just biting into it with their front teeth. Is it like you bite into it like an apple? Oh. Could you imagine sitting next to somebody at Dairy Queen and like maybe you're, you're just hanging out with them for the first time and they bite into their ice cream cone just borderline. I'm not hanging out with them <laughs> again. <laughs> I'm not like did you just scarf that? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> And then it would go away so fast. Enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want it to melt. That's probably the only argument. Then you don't know how to eat an ice cream cone. Yeah. Then your grandpa teach you how to eat an ice cream cone. (laughs) You go around the cone. Mm -hmm. Yep. Come on. All right. I've seen this a lot Mm -hmm. lately. Which is the best toast? Everyone's doing this. Mm -hmm. Like, out of these three things, what would you choose? What would your numbers be? Mm -hmm. So... Obviously, number one and number nine are mistakes. Right. They just need to be taken it's out of It's just a slice plate. of bread, and it's... Either a slice of bread, and light, very lightly toasted, mm-hmm. or a slice of bread... Or you're, you threw out your toaster because it was on fire. Yes. <laughs> like, the it's other bad. piece of toast looks like... It's a charcoal burquette. Yes. Sitting there. I, I think the rest of these, though, mm-hmm. have a place. They do. For me, I don't know that i have a favorite okay i have a favorite probably right, let's would- say it at the same time ready yeah. one two three six. seven. Ooh, okay we're so, close we're yeah. close i almost said six but i like seven's the- too burnt i like a little bit of that you like some mm-hmm. crunchy a little bit of crunchy yeah but maybe if i so i would want to be seven for a grilled cheese sure okay if i'm eating like regular like breakfast eating- toast mm-hmm. six okay five what I don't understand about this this picture here is how it's toasted in the middle, but then the, the crust is all not toasted. They have a bad toaster. They do. Whoever did this. And, it looks and if like you look at number like three, 
if you look at number three, uh, there's like the bottom corner is completely not toasted. Yeah, they need to invest in a new toaster. Kate, they do. Caitlin. Caitlin Nye. Caitlin Nye. You know she's verified on Twitter. You would, verified. You would think that she could get a decent toaster. She can't get a decent toaster, so make sure you hit her up about getting a decent toaster. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the levels of toastedness has become this thing that people are like, it's like a gate. It got way, 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 way bigger it's than like, it should have. Whoa, <laughs> this is toast, people. <laughs> you're 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 burning white bread. Yeah, not on purpose. That's the idea. That's what that's what it is. That's the idea. You can't get too fancy. You know, five is decent. Five is good. I, the threshold that I would want it from is four, four to, to seven. seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad we're in the same headspace here. Right. Four would be great for like a like a BLT. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. BLT, right. maybe a five. If I'm making like a turkey club turkey that's club. toasted, yep. I want I want a little bit of the bread, you know. Mm-hmm. I want I want something that like that mayonnaise or mustard can really mm-hmm. soak into. Still. Right. You're not gonna get much soak on a seven. Not much left there to soak. No, no. If you've got like a like an egg that's sitting on there and it's a little yolky still, it's mm-hmm. for sure gonna run off. Yeah. So if you got like a, but I like my eggs fried, like hard fried. So. Yeah, Caitlin is bringing the tough questions to us today. Mm-hmm. All right, I feel like this one's obvious. However, the internet with one hundred seven thousand votes has voted opposite of what I would choose. Mm-hmm. Does the person flying in the middle seat? Get both armrests. I said absolutely. Yeah, they get both. Absolutely, no, no doubt about it. Every single time they get both. Because you're you're sitting in there, and especially if your flight's any longer than you know two out ninety minutes to two hours. Yeah, you, think if it was longer. Right. Say you're flying from. If it's longer, here's what you got to do. Take it from a professional big man. Okay. You got to make your own space. <laughs> you got to start this. spreading out. Uh, I, Roll I, I, those shoulders. I, I, exactly. Start okay. start opening up. Yeah. You know, start mm-hmm. breathing a little <laughs> bit. But you can also just be like, pop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like you're sitting there and then all, oh, all of a sudden they got a mm-hmm. left, the left side gets taken and then the right side gets taken. You got to own it. Pop your arms out. Mm-hmm. Take control of the situation. You're saying just... They're not going to say anything to you. I can guarantee it. You can guarantee it. I can guarantee it. I've done it multiple times. Shoot. Look, I'm not sitting in the middle. Okay. Well, if you're sitting in the middle, you're doing it wrong. Sometimes you you, you have no option. you got to get on Southwest sooner and and book. I'm not... Get right in there. Set a timer. It's not that hard. It depends. Okay. depends where you're going. Okay. Because there's some people that all have the... The expensive ticket where you can get early, early. Right. Okay. So you got to get in there, own the situation, mm-hmm. push your arms out. If you're in the middle, you get both. But 47% of people said yes, and 53% said no. You no don't. way. All right. You have the convenience of mm-hmm. the aisle right. and an armrest. Right. Or you have the convenience of a little bit of extra cabin space uh, in on the, the right side, yep. in the window, the mm-hmm. little alcove. Could be the left side. Could be left or right, yeah. I always sit on the right side of an airplane. You do? I've never sat on the left side of an airplane. Man. Yeah. That's a weird We're thing. We're learning all kinds of things. <laughs> always s- always sit on the right side of an airplane. Hashtag team right side. Team right side. <laughs> if you're a righty, give me a hashtag. Come yeah. on. <laughs> uh, but th- Rich Eisen tweeted this out. Um, he's a sports guy. But is, do you think this that's his audience? Do you think like sports fans? Or do you think this got big? This is everyone. 
Oh, his audience well, is definitely sports right, fans. Right, his audience is sports fans. Right. But that's pretty representative of like the general population. 107,000 people Jeez. voted. So at least 50,000 people said no. No, not even no, but no way. No way. That seems wrong. Mm-hmm. What do you think? You get, I, no, you get them right uh, for sure. I'm, I'm there. You, you get even them both. Even if I'm on the aisle, I'm mm-hmm. going to give them because you can lean out. You can. The only time you're, you might have to say, "Oh, sorry, the cart's coming through," mm-hmm. or whatever. And then you just lean in. Lean you ex- in you accept bit. that uncomfortable moment for what it is. Yeah, I'm okay with someone saying, "Hey, is it okay if like I lean over or whatever?" Mm-hmm. Bring it on. Come on, get comfortable. Let's do it. We're on this plane. Together. <laughs> We're on this plane together. Our fates. Are united at this point. Truly, truly. We're in a metal can in the sky. <laughs> I love, is an airplane. I love airplanes. Is an airplane a soup can? No. No, we're too far. <laughs> <laughs> Number six. This I think we both have a lot of information to give on this. Yep. What's the best way to put on a bra? Personally, I like bring it. <laughs> The way that I, I, I don't know if I have anything to say about. I this. actually just put my feet into it first, oh. and pull it up from the bottom. Yeah, already cl- already clasped. Yeah, that's the easiest way to do it. That makes sense. Right, you just jump right into it. Yeah. Sometimes, if have you ever gone in from the side, like through an armhole? Oh, so you like you just kind of like st- stick your arm. Start with your arm. Okay, and then you all right. Pull so it that's the head. right side. Oh, <laughs> so you got to get all that over your body. Oh, right. So you got to fit your leg through. Go oh, over to the other leg. so you're saying like you're put put your right. left side of your body inside of the bra <laughs> and then <laughs> and then and maneuver then it, it over. all the way over. Okay, gotcha. Right. That probably is the best way. That I think there's no doubt in my mind. Mm-mm. No, undoubtedly. Take notes. Take notes. All right. Do you have to wash your legs in the shower? Yes. Eighty percent say yes. Twenty percent say no. A reply, are there people who do not feel the need to wash their legs? Dot, 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 dot. Like, what? Are there people who don't feel this need? If you're in the shower, wash your body. Right. Right? Yeah. You, I, I showered to wash my body, to clean myself. Do you start from the top down? Um, I'm pretty inconsistent. Really? Yeah. Oh man! Sometimes I'll shampoo. My life for is way too organized. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's, there's like, uh, I don't know. I guess I'll shampoo first. Okay. Typically, every time. No, not every time. Wow. I, I really, actually, that's not true. I don't, I don't follow an order. Whoa. Mm-mm. I'm. I think something clicked in my head at one point. Okay. Like, uh, I can, I can kind of make this soap stretch a little bit. Oh. If I start top down. Mm-hmm. Get the hair going. That makes sense. Get the yeah. soap start flowing. Uh-huh. And then, so I, I do hair mm-hmm. with mint eucalyptus, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I get the stimulation let, in the let morning. Let me tell you all. Yeah. Nothing will change your life like mint eucalyptus shampoo. Mm-hmm. That's a good stuff. It'll mess you up. It's good stuff. And sometimes if your house is cold in the morning like mine is, <laughs> it's a little much. <laughs> and you very quickly want to have clothes on. <laughs> so it helps save water, too. Okay. But anyway, yep. hit, hit that get my face mm-hmm. cleaned up and then I hit the body wash hard. Okay. Well, see, now I used to use like hair and body wash. Right. Like growing up and okay, even in the college, two in the two in one. So okay. there for sure, start with the hair and okay. then the, the soap goes down and you just wash from head to toe. 
Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't use a, a two-in-one. I, 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 no don't, I don't anymore. I just don't, yeah. I just don't do that. Yeah. But Now we have this like shampoo bar thing. Oh, Haley weird. bought it. I've heard of those. Yeah. How is that? It actually works pretty well. So do you rub it in your hands first oh, what, and then into your hair? Well, the way that I do it is I just grab the bar and I just... You have short hair. I have short hair, so it's easy. I feel like if you're a girl with or anyone with longer hair, it'd mm-hmm. be like... You would need to lather, cause, but it does lather like a sh- normal shampoo would. Interesting. It's, it's pretty solid. Does it leave like a like a soapy residue? Um, When you jump out of the shower initially, you know how whenever you use a bar of soap, you typically feel like... Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if you've got I've got wax on I me. I got a little coat. Yeah, I got a coating. It, it kind of <laughs> has that same feeling, but like now, like I, I showered this morning. Oh, good for you! And it feels normal. Yeah. So <laughs> it looks good. I mean, it's healthy, hey, right? Clean, clean hair. Clean hair. It's yeah, just so, soap in a bar. But yeah, you should wash your legs in the shower. Absolutely. Like. You've got dead skin on your legs. That's the whole point. If you're a dude, you've got you got, you've got hair. hair and you, yeah. your hair traps. You know. All kinds, all of, kinds stuff. of stuff. Dust, you don't know what it is. Dirt. Dirt. Yeah. I'm. I'm especially thinking like, I think if you're a guy, you mm. might be even more in tune with this because mm. you've mowed a lawn in shorts before. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's like imagine that. Like that's an extreme example because mm. your legs just get coated in grass. Right. Imagine that, but with everyday stuff like mm-hmm. you walk Dust. through a gravel or right, you gravel. walk through you're going down your your basement and you've sure. got any any type of thing that right. you go through right weird you got to wash your legs off wash guys. your legs well, please 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 wash your legs all right so you wash your <laughs> legs do you wash your feet in the shower i don't it's probably gross mm-hmm. now I, I will say there's like once in a blue moon i'll be like you know it's what? Time to get down there. I gotta go clean my oh my, my feet. Gosh. <laughs> I'm but kind of a I'm a I'm a clean freak. So mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. probably not every single time, mm-hmm. but more than not. Gotcha. Well, see, like so every other for sure, for sure. It, this is. But the, if I'm in a hurry, uh-huh. the feet are what gets skipped. Oh yeah. But I'm I'm pretty consistent you're pretty consistent yeah my rationale is is so i keep my shower pretty clean yeah the only time i ever use my shower is if i am cleaning myself off mm-hmm. so there's soap and there's it's a clean environment with cleaning products literally being used in it every time mm-hmm. i'm stepping in the soap now i i will like switch the water around you know like a little bit but no i don't i don't wash my feet you, you don't get you don't get in between the toes no mm. i know it, now that I have to say it in front of other people, I found it kind of feel gross you're and gonna bad wash, about it. You're going to wash your feet tonight? Yeah, my feet are for <laughs> sure going to wash. I'm going to do a full Everyone petty. listening to this is like, oh, I'm definitely going to wash my feet tonight. That nasty son of a... <laughs> he is disgusting. Don't lie. You, that co-host is... <laughs> you, you don't do it either. Come on. Okay. Speaking of showers, mm. how many towels should you own? The tweet says, hello, fellow adults. My girlfriend and I have a question. What is the correct amount of towels to own? I said 10, and she looked at me like I was crazy. We have zero frame of reference for the appropriate amount of towels in a household of two. Thoughts? I don't think there is an amount of towels that you should own. But personally, I want to own as many towels as possible. You're a towel hoarder. I'm a towel hoarder. (laughs) Yeah. Then explain why there's never a towel in your <laughs> guest bathroom. Uh, 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 okay. No, no count. 
bath towels. I like a lot of bath towels. Bath towels. Because okay. I like to. I like. I don't like to reuse a bath towel more than like a couple of times. Yeah. But as far as hand towels, maximum and, one week. Mm-hmm. Minimum two days. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't. I won't even go a week. You won't go. The a most week? I will, you will usually go is. I feel like this could be one of the questions. Three to four showers. Three to probably. four showers. Mm-hmm. I and feel like that's that's a good healthy place to be. Yeah. That. Well, I mean, I, I don't like and it. Starts to stink afterwards, and you have to make sure you hang it up right. And I guess it depends, like what you're doing in your regular life. Mm-hmm. If you're cleaning off from uh, the gym mm-hmm. or something like that. Oh, you got to get rid of that towel immediately. It's it's a one time use towel. Right. Like that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. However, if it's just standard use, mm-hmm. standard cleanings. Right. Two to two to five, two to seven showers for yeah. for bath towel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. You know, this is funny because I I made the the other argument with washing your feet. Well, it's already clean anyway, so you should probably right. You'll be all right. But now for the towels, I'm making mm-hmm. the argument of you're gonna start washing your feet two tomorrow. to three. I'm for sure washing my feet. I, <laughs> I haven't stopped thinking about it. <laughs> it's in so the back of your mind. It's in the back of my mind. Um. Yeah. I don't think there is a, so, an amount of towels you should own. A minimum of I mean, minimum of three to four, so you can have at least that many towels per week to what switch out. What about guests and stuff? Right. Well, then you got to have more. What if there's two people living in your house? There is no right answer. Yeah. There's a, there's you know, a there, lot there, of variables. There's, there's, a, there's a, what is it called? A, um, a formula out there somewhere? Yeah, you could definitely. You, you could make a formula. You would have to first decide on your... Your variable though, mm-hmm. which is how often do you need to switch your towel? Right. And that's a, that's also the most important question. how often do you do laundry? Right. Those are your two things that could switch up. Mm-hmm. Man. And then you could just determine how many towels you actually need. Mm-hmm. And how many so, people? Li- and how many people have? There's a lot of. There's a lot of questions. I think we need to formulate this and mm-hmm. put it out in the world. Just a little website you can go to and type in your numbers <laughs> just to <laughs> let's see what the we're gonna, we, we got to do a poll we got to do these polls oh yeah let's let's throw a poll out keep talking about towels and i'll put a poll up yeah right so it says the great towel debate of february 19 so this is when it started uh it says twitter user advil posed a question of how many towels should a normal couple own it says everyone had their own take but of course there was no spicier take than reporter Yashar Ali's. He suggested getting 10 bath sheets, 10 bath towels, 10 hand towels, and at least 20 washcloths. This advice overwhelmed a lot of people, but at least they learned about bath sheets, which are vastly superior to bath towels. So this sounds like it's coming from a college student who does their laundry once every three weeks. If they're lucky. If they're lucky. Because <laughs> that is a lot of towels. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, for one person. That's definitely how I did it. Like when I was in college, and I had to go to the uh, there wasn't any laundry in our building, so I had to go to the you know the laundromat. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I was. You had to stretch it. My my uh, hygiene for towels was much less strict than it is now. But why would uh, the question I have to ask is why would Advil have any reason to ask this question? Oh, I just noticed that. Oh, it's just the username. It's not actually Advil. Advil doesn't have Advil on Twitter? That sounds like a miss. Is Advil with two L's? Can we get a... I'm going to get a fact check on this. Can we ask the producer for a check? 
Oh, it's Abdul. Abdul <laughs> with has Advil. As nice. Has Advil. That's awesome. Shout out to Abdul. Good, good, good Twitter snag. handle. Yeah, that's good. You know, my original Twitter handle was at Fargo. Really? F A R G O. No. And did you like, let it go? I was ground floor on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I let it go. Like an why? Idiot. I I wasn't thinking one day. I was like, I'm gonna make my Instagram and my Twitter the same. The same. Because it's easier to find. You can right. just say, oh, you can find me everywhere. Follow me on. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But I had like, they came out with the TV show and everything. And I'm like, dang, I kind of missed oh, out shoot. on that. Not, yeah. only, not only the town. The town, the TV show, the movie had already existed. And that's where mm-hmm. the nickname kind of came from. Right. But I was like kind of ground level on Twitter. So I could could have gotten anything. That got was before people were trying you, to hunt those names. Right. Out, and you, you know? could have sold, you could have sat on that and sold it. That's an OG account. Mm-hmm. Fargo would have wanted it. I think they ended up being like Fargo AMC or whatever. Really? Whatever. Man. Were. Yeah. Anyway, this so, next one's weird. Yeah. Is peeling chicken nuggets justifiable? No. <laughs> I like the, <laughs> if you know, you know. Skull emoji, skull That's emoji. That's all he said. Oh, no. <laughs> if you know, you know. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I know I, nothing. I want the crispies. Ew. That's like... That's a naked chicken. You're just eating what? processed chicken. Oh, man. You're lucky if it's chicken, but... Okay. All the flavors in the coating. True. You know, chicken... Nu- okay, unpopular opinion. Chicken mm-hmm. nuggets aren't that good. From McDonald's? From McDonald's. Or just in general? McDonald's. Yeah, they're not They're that kind good. of oily. Like the... And they're too, they're super spongy. They're french fries. Mm-hmm. Don't taste like potatoes. They taste like the oil they cook them in. True. What does a McDonald's French fry taste like? Uh, Salt. Little piece of heaven. It, it does taste <laughs> good, but it, there's no potato flavor to it. To well, a French if fry you're from. if you're making hash browns, is there potato flavor? I would say yes. Huh. I make I make really good hash browns. Oh. The American style. It just depends. Sometimes like the crisscross. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this looks wrong. This I, I don't like it. It looks it looks gross. It's I shown, feel like my sister Gabby does this. Does she? I feel like this is something she would do. Gabby, if you're listening, <laughs> do you peel your chicken nuggets? Because I feel like that's something you do. Justifiable for what reason? Let's see what the description. Yeah, says. there's no reason to do this. Um, what are they going to eat the crispies later? Or are they just not eating the crispies at all? Let's see. The smooth chicken patty is like a meat tortilla chip, perfect for dipping in sauce. Ew. Oh, that's All right. not even. This isn't right. If you peel your chicken nuggets, let me know. Don't try to tell me the excuse <laughs> of, like, oh, I'm doing it to stay healthy. I don't want the breading. You're eating McDonald's. <laughs> and then you're dipping it in these sweet and sour. Right. And what's the middle one? Honey mustard? Yeah, I don't know. I got to get out. I got to get out of here. This is gross. That's just wrong. This is my favorite question. This is funny. <laughs> this gif got me. <laughs> if, if a baguette could move. How would it move? <laughs> so I'm going to give your this. reasoning, please. Yeah. So please. number one, it's sl- slithering along like a like a slug almost slug like number two. It's bouncing off of both ends and galloping like a horse, which is my <laughs> favorite. I whenever I copied this, mm-hmm. this is the reason I copied this to the document uh-huh. was because of this. Gift. Because, just because of the gift. 
And then, so number three, it's uh, tumbling. It's tumbling, oh, end over end. And then number four, it's like folding in half and then squirming along like a, like a worm. But it's like pulling itself. I don't know. If a uh, baguette could move, if a baguette how would it move? could move, how would it move? Three. If a baguette could move, right. which would mean it would have to be prompted by like a heavy gust of wind. No. If, it would I don't roll, think that's how it it's asking. It would roll on the side. No, no. I'm thinking like... If, if it, it could no, move. Listen, I'm... It can move. It can move. But I'm thinking of this as like a... If it was to turn into an animal and live. No, like the... What's the movie with the toaster? The Brave Little Toaster? The Brave Little Toaster? Yeah. You know how Where they, is this going? You know how they move around? Oh, yeah. They kind of like... Pop, right. Pop, pop, so pop. like the vacuum scoots along or like mm, Toy Story. Okay. You know, how does the how does the, the, the telephone... Or not the telephone, the little keyboard move? It waddles yep. on its ends. Yep. Okay. A baguette is hard. If it were to come alive, how would it move? Right. So you're saying that if it were to come alive, mm-hmm. it would no longer be rigid? Not necessarily. Okay. It would have rigid parts. It depends on what, again, like little toaster. He can move his... He his, can kind of scoot around. Right. He has a little bit He's of got like a little bend. bit of wiggle room. He has more bend than whenever he's alive. So if it was in that universe, I would say definitely number two. It's a dog. <laughs> Look at that thing. It's like galloping along. I know. It's cute. Somehow they made a baguette cute. <laughs> if, a, if, it, if it was in the scenario where it has to retain its own qualities, then for sure number three. But yeah. where would the momentum come from? Yeah, it wouldn't. It would. It would be funny though. It would be funny if it moved like that on its own accord. <laughs> Imagine it talking. Hey guys. It would be like, hey, how, how are you are doing? You? Hey. I, I think his voice would go away every single time. Yeah, <laughs> he's looping around, little Doppler effect. Uh huh. If it was like a scary movie though, mm-hmm. it would move like four or one. Right. If those are both beyond creepy. Like the the. If ba- these were at Sid's house. Yeah, if they were at Sid's house, <laughs> they if, would move like one or four. If nuclear fallout caused bread to come alive, yes, it would for sure move like number one or number four. Well, bread is alive for a moment in its in its life, as yeast. Right. Yeah. We talked about bread a lot. We do. I mean, it's an important subject. That the I believe we most important food group. Amen. I would argue. <laughs> <laughs> I do like chicken though, but not breadless chicken nuggets. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right. There's a lot of information there. Right. That we covered. If a baguette could move, how would it move? Yeah. So this is titled the eleven. What's it called? The eleven silliest things the internet has already debated in 2019. It's on Mashable.com. Go check it out. Um, gosh, these BuzzFeed, Mashable, what, you know, whoever these make, make these things are just kind of, thanks for keep making them for us. Yeah. They, they're <laughs> making us content. So it's fun it's, to go over and hopefully we get some, uh, some replies on that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, shoot, not much of a debate, but no, I think we agreed on almost, we everything. agreed on a lot of them except for the feet washing thing, the feet washing thing. I, but the, I agreed with you. Yeah, okay. At the, but I'm also, I don't do it until now. But <laughs> Until now. I'm going to text you tomorrow and be like, Did you wash your hey, feet? Hey, Taylor. <laughs> hey, Tay-Tay. This is your daily reminder to wash your feet, you nasty. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. Cover music. We'll leave it at that. Um, we want to talk about what is a cover song? Mm-hmm. All of these covers seem to be rising out of the music industry right now. Mm-hmm. People doing other stuff. Right. Why is this happening? 
how is it happening? How are, how is the copyright? How does that all work? Mm-hmm. Um, and then even like very famous songs, you will be surprised at how many extremely famous one hit wonders yep. and all these other things are actually just remakes. Right, they're a cover. So a cover, it can be called a cover version, a cover song, whatever. It's a performance by someone other than the original artist. Right. Um, it can be for, from what I saw, a, a whole lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's a tribute. There's three, there's three types. Oh, there's three specific covers. types. Okay. There's a tribute. Right. Um, there's a cover, mm-hmm. like a cover actor, cover band. Okay. And there is revivalist artists. Interesting. So it is and specific. And all of those go into detail mm-hmm. um, on what they are. Mm-hmm. I think the the most similar the the most common one is mm-hmm. tribute. Yep. Um, however, cover acts or bands mm-hmm. seem to be on the rise. Are they? I would say yes. Like oh, you're, um, what's the guy's name? Boyce Avenue, right? Isn't that his name? I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure that's him. He's like he does all the like modern pop and okay, all kinds yeah. of stuff. So he only does covers. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's what he does. Yeah, he's a cover artist. I I'm thinking of I a think. couple off the top. Of my our last night. Yeah. Um, they mm-hmm. do the 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 metal covers yep. of songs. Punk. Mm-hmm. Punk rock. Yeah, punk rock. Um, shoot. Pop to punk. Okay. Yep. Uh, that's another. They they were they were fam- they were big before. earlier. Yeah. I remember it's a little, growing up. A little listening late. To them. I don't know if they even do things anymore. Maybe I, they do. I don't, I don't know. know. I could be wrong. Um, but then there's revivalist artists who mm-hmm. mainly stick to a genre. That makes sense. Um, okay. So they're doing like, oh, we want all of these genres that are older. Like mm-hmm. doo-wop is a big one. Okay. And that is being revitalized with eight bit and right. high lo-fi sorry not hi-fi lo-fi <laughs> music uh-huh. kind of that bebop type stuff okay interesting yeah so um there are um bunch of different styles and the ones that intrigue me the most mm-hmm. are the ones that are like here's the original of this song and now we're going to make it in a different genre yeah me too that's that's always been my favorite right if i hear a cover i don't want to hear the same style i don't want to hear someone like redo it right 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 yeah i would agree with you kids Mm -hmm. bop does that Mm -hmm. you know they're trying to not the not the the idea of kids bop like kids singing songs Mm -hmm. that doesn't go great with me Mm -hmm. either but they're they're just taking the exact same song right having a someone else sing it having someone else sing it with the same Almost the same music. Right. They're not changing the music up. They're not doing any anything no. special with it. I like what you said about making it in a different genre because that, to me, is the most um, artistic way and probably the most, um, I would say, respectful and like it, it, to go into a tribute of someone would be like, I'm going to take this song. I really like it. I really appreciate it. I'm going to make it into a song that describes me or fits me as an artist. Yeah. Or, you know, however it is. Like our last night. That's their kind of music. That's who they are. Um, but they said, Hey, we're gonna these are some popular songs. We're gonna switch it around a little bit, make it into something for us and, and go from there. I like that that method of it for sure a whole lot better. Yeah. Same exact thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um 
I feel like whenever I was younger, I didn't necessarily like cover songs. I hate it. That's funny you say that because I hated them too. Because I'm like, I want to hear the original. Right. But I think that was because like, here's here's what I think. Mm-hmm. When we were younger, all of the cover artists were doing acoustic covers. I don't remember what, a whole lot of what like, time of uh, what year like are you thinking of? Two thousand, early two thousands. Early two thousands. Two thousand okay. through two thousand twelve. Okay. Maybe a little like two thousand ten. Yeah, the early covers when we were like a lot younger in the early two thousands. Those were, you think those were the acoustic? It was always an acoustic cover. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm not a huge acoustic. You're not, not, not a fan. Acoustic fan, mm-hmm. so. You know, those were tough for me. Right. Now I could see, be like, oh, they took a hardcore metal song and mm. they made it acoustic. That's kind of funny. Yeah. That's cool. Do you think that the um, the the ability to access music like we have now has anything to do with the rise uh, yeah. of cover bands? Probably. I mean, you, you can end up hearing so much more music than you could before. Right. You know, mm-hmm. no one would buy a cover... <laughs> artists no sorry but no one would buy a cover of a cover of the beatles are you gonna buy the beatles or are you gonna buy a cover of the beatles right you used to have to buy a cd right or 1999 or a record mm-hmm. or you know you have to go back and right go do that you're gonna spend the, your money on the real thing you're not gonna get the and how are you gonna record it because there's less availability to record and yada 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 i'm sure the record companies and the music stations and the radio isn't going to play covers no you know no it's it's <laughs> going to be the real thing right but now that you can with the the technology the way it is you now would that almost y- have no way of hearing it unless you know someone that it would be a local thing probably cover bands and yeah but now you can log on and you can record from anywhere and submit it to anything and make your mark i guess but i feel like early on those cover bands were trying to get their foothold mm-hmm. like how do we get a foothold to then make our own music Whereas yeah now, okay yep now, now you have bands that are like we'll make music every once in a while but for the most part we're, we're a just cover band kick out these covers <laughs> right and that's but that's the whole point of it now yeah that that's a good point yeah there are now that i think about it you do hear a lot of upcoming artists who on their original album or something and maybe an ep will have a cover or two Right on there because they don't have the content yet. Yeah, you don't really hear very many like bigger artists. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about platinum. Oh sure. You, you don't hear a whole lot of platinum. They're not artists, doing covers, you know. But Taylor Swift just did that September cover. How long ago? Like two years ago or something. September by who? Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh right, right, right. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I think it's by Earth, Wind, and Fire. After reading these <laughs> articles, I don't know it if anything's anything. written by anyone. Right. No. Yeah. Um. That's a good example. Oh, the other example I was thinking, uh, Toto by Weezer. Toto by Weezer. Mm-hmm. The uh, not Toto by um, Weezer. Africa. Yes, by Africa, Weezer. Sorry, God bless the rains down in Africa. Right. That's recent. Too. That's recent. And Weezer's big. Weezer is a big band. Yeah. Um. Would you? I, I, that song has clout, though. It does. The only songs that. But so like, does Earth, Wind, and Fire. Right. Same. It's like yeah. it's a huge song. Right. And that's where No matter how you play it, people are gonna love it. Tribute. That's a tribute. Tribute. Right. It's like yeah. we respect the song and we want people in our mm-hmm. it's a little Generation. bit revivalist. And that's what Weezer like said. Genre, right. You know. What do you think about this? Um so I was just listening to 
<laughs> don't judge me. I was listening to it the other day. Katy Perry put out um, no judgment. A it's like an acoustic, not acoustic, but like a stripped down essentially version of some of her songs. Of her own songs. Are those covers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's revivalist cover of her own of stuff. her own stuff. Yeah. Okay. For sure. You know, I doesn't. Uh, I can appreciate those more. Yeah, th- those are nice. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't think it shows the original, like, maybe it does. I don't know. Like, the original bop mm-hmm. and power behind it. Okay. Billie Eilish does that, too. Does right? she? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't listen to much of her. A lot of her live stuff does not sound like her recorded stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, very poppy and synthy. It's like her brother playing piano and her singing uh, the songs. I just don't listen to much of her. I don't sure. know. But. The, uh, the other one that I was thinking of... Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, wow, I just lost it. <laughs> that sucks. I hate that. I, I do, too. Man. Anyway, earl- some early song covers that are going to surprise you. Mm-hmm. Super, super famous. Blue Suede Shoes by Elvis, right? Right. I had no idea. Nope. Carl Perkins was the original artist. Old Carl. For, for Blue Suede Shoes. Blue Suede Shoes. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. Blue Suede Shoes is it's Elvis. Like, it's Elvis. It is Elvis, but it's not. <laughs> that is incredible to Isn't me. Isn't it? That is insane. Uh-huh. Another heavy hitter, Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You. Mm-hmm. The only, I don't think I've ever heard the that Dolly is, Parton again, version. That is, again, that is Whitney. I bet Dolly Parton fans are like screaming at me right now. Right. But you didn't know that Whitney Houston. Settle down, Nashville. <laughs> Whitney Houston ran this song. Uh-huh. That's the song you hear now. Like, you'll hear this If you song ever on the play radio. this song, Still. you're going to hear the Whitney version. Right. I don't know that I've ever heard the Dolly Parton version. That's and I've heard Dar- Dolly Parton. All like, I know Dolly yeah, Parton, like of course. Dolly Parton. Yeah. All her stuff with Miley Cyrus, huge fan. <laughs> right. Huge fan. But I had no idea. Do you have a link with, um, with more of those? I because do, yeah. Those are Let me send it to you. super interesting. So, it, I feel like kids these days would be like, wait, you're telling me that, that, Toda, or <laughs> that, uh, Africa isn't by Weezer? Wait, who's. Who's Toto? <laughs> Ooh, it's uh, this one. This link here it says that uh, "Hallelujah," the song mm-hmm. by quote Jeff Buckley. It's actually by Leonard Cohen. I think I knew that one. I knew that one as well. That one, I've one, seen it. That's got to be the most co- one of the most covered songs. Everyone ever. has covered "Hallelujah." Um, number two, "All Along the Watchtower," originally recorded by Bob Dylan, but Jimi Hendrix, I guess, is the the most popular version of it. That's crazy! Wow. Oh, oh this was this one. This, this one, one stood blew out. my mind. Yeah. So, respect by Aretha Fra- uh, <laughs> <laughs> Miss Franklin. Aretha. Aretha Franklin. Otis Redding. R- Otis Redding. Who's Otis Redding? That is incredible. R e s p e c t. I, I could have swore that was by her. Man. Like by her for her. She re- did it. Yeah. That is incredible. So Otis Redding originally recorded this song in 1965, uh, but two years later is when uh, she turned it into her, they call it a feminist anthem. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway. For sure. Yeah. Well, true. Franklin's version also added that it would become, um, oh, so the R-E-S-P-E-C-T, she added that in to the original. Oh, wow. So she so kind of made it her own. Right. So she did a little bit of her own. And it's cool. I mean, I, shoot. I don't know who Otis Redding is. That's cool, though. Mm-hmm. That's cool, though. Yeah. Let's see. Any other good ones? 
Um, we already talked about that one. Okay, let's see. I think that's it for this link as far as the good ones. That's insane. Like, but yeah. Just just the the amount of talent that goes into taking somebody else's song and then making it making it work in your mm-hmm. genre. Right. You you got to make it that's work cool. for yourself. That's that's why I'm I'm super impressed with our last night. Mhm. They just like go off. They do. They they take they take the content. Mm-hmm. They're like, we are going to make this song song sound like a punk rock song, mm-hmm. and they kill it. They kill it. They're so good at what they do. They're really good, right? And they're like, we're gonna stick on YouTube. We're gonna just gonna keep on making YouTube videos, and, and that's their thing. We're gonna do this thing. They're they barely U- ever tour. They tour what like. I they think toured? they went on a tour last year. Really? Yeah, they toured a couple. What times. do they play? Cover songs? They so they did an album. Oh. They did an album, but I think the majority of people are watching the the covers. Mm-hmm. The covers are good. If I listen to it, I'm listening to the covers. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think I've listened very much to the uh, <laughs> to the non covers. So do do you ever find yourself? listening to a cover or finding out that something is a cover and going back and listening to the original to like compare or mm-hmm. to just to see i don't know i think usually i know the original sure I, most of the few, time if i didn't know the original i would probably be ignorant to it mm-hmm. you know well so be like oh wow they did this cool. yeah i'm for sure gonna go back and listen to all of these originals of these popular songs yeah that would be cool right that would be fun to C- do because wouldn't it suck if like Let's say I like the original version better, but that artist never had a chance because <laughs> <laughs> they came. I mean, but maybe they did. I don't know. Yeah. How it's how like popular? This this very very popular person. Like how popular is Do- Dolly Parton's version of that song? Level. Right. Crazy. How does the money work? That's what I want to know too. It's it's all laid out. If you want to get more in depth of uh, hit up Wikipedia. How how it all works. Uh huh. Um, there's a pretty good, um, Wikipedia page on it. looks like there's a couple of issues with it. Um, but there's some copyright law, uh, copyright act in 1909. United States musicians have the right to record a version of someone else's previously recorded and released tune, whether it's music alone or music Mm -hmm. with lyrics. Um, so there's some, there's some rules that let you make this happen. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of it is between record companies now. Sure. Saying, yeah, you can use this. We need these type of royalties. We need artist sign-offs. And mm-hmm. um, I'm sure there's a ton of stuff that they go into this. Mm-hmm. Um, go into this with. Yeah. I think another thing that we recently saw is <laughs> the uh, the covers of covering your own song, uh-huh. Little Nas. Okay, yeah. With his mm-hmm. Old Town Road. Yep. Ended up becoming the most streamed song. He, he had one of those like big huge titles where you're right. like, "Whoa, how?" Mm-hmm. Um cuz it didn't it was popular, but it wasn't like Right. And he he covered well and then he did a feature with He got he got features. And it, each one of those features right. counted as a its own it did? thing. Like like its own song it or It counted as its own thing, okay. but it also counted into the song itself. Really? So he like branched it out so much mm-hmm. that he had so much coverage mm-hmm. 
where anytime you heard that song, it was getting going to the original song. Wow. Which is kind of interesting. That's Which cool. I'm guessing that's... And that was a cover. That was a cover. I didn't know that. Well, no, it was a cover of his own song. Oh, well, he did covers and covers and covers and covers of his own song. Features. Yes. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> yes. So... But the weird those, those are all happening. The the weirdest cover we got to talk about it is called Rockabye Baby. Yeah, it's Rock-a- on Spotify. Rockabye Baby <laughs> channel on Spotify. So cover songs mm-hmm. that you would hear on a baby's like crib mobile, mm-hmm. and they just take these very very popular mm-hmm. songs like Bohemian Rhapsody or Yellow by Coldplay. Um, they've got, let's see, how many all, albums? They have albums. They've put out, is each song its own? Okay, so this this is each song. But uh, Snoop Dogg, <laughs> Katy Perry, songs by Katy Perry, Imagine Dragons, Selena, <laughs> Miranda Lambert. Yeah, and they all sound like the little kid. Oh, so each album actually is its own. There's like, they've <laughs> lullaby renditions of Snoop Dogg. Uh, Gin and juice. Gin and juice. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. California roll. A doggy dog wow. world. But it's a rockabye baby. Rockabye baby. And they have wow. close to 400,000 <laughs> monthly listeners. Yeah. And I, we were talking right before we started recording. Like, mm-hmm. this is some peaceful music. If you right. get a chance, go and listen to it. It, it's, it it's, legitimately is like... I would fall asleep. Lullaby to music, yeah. like it sounds like it's a like a lullaby, but yes, if you're singing along, you could be singing along to to Snoop Dogg or to Weezer or to <laughs> it'd uh, be good Bruno Mars. Music. It would be like to sit and you don't have any lyrics, and but you're then just it, trying to focus. Yeah, it's good. It's good office music until somebody else walks in your office and you're <laughs> listening to lullaby music. And then it gets weird. Or but, if you like fall asleep on your desk, right? And then all like, of a sudden. All of a sudden, what are you listening to? Uh, Iron Maiden? No, you're not. <laughs> well, the rock, the the, 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 lullaby, the lullaby version. version of Iron Maiden, huh? Yeah. Well, um, one of our listeners, Trevor, put yep. us on to this whole whole thing and all of the different groups, and we didn't even touch the surface. Of no, there's so much the out YouTube there. YouTube covers. I mean, that's kind of how the cover happened. Get on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You could type in any song, type the word "cover" after it. You'll find the most popular, yep. and then if you go to page seven, you'll hear some total trash. But if you think about it, that's how Justin Bieber got started. Yeah, he was just doing covers on the street, and then a little YouTube video, a little YouTube video, and that was it. A little YouTube video, and uh, now he's making <laughs> YouTube premium content. Yeah, well, <laughs> check out my uh, <laughs> check it, check out, out my YouTube, check out premium. my channel, <laughs> check out. My channel. But yeah, thanks a lot, Trevor. Um, that was a great idea. That's a lot of fun. And there's so much. Like I would have, that's the whole idea, I guess, of subcultures is like, oh, go, go cover bands. But mm-hmm. how much stuff is there out there on cover bands? So much. Um, so we come to the end of our episode with another cereal taste test. Oh, my Keep favorite sending part of a the cereal day. because this is always fun to do. People enjoy seeing it uh-huh. for some weird reason. You like to watch us eat cereal. <laughs> But hey, we got the Pyrex out today in our cereal killer spoons um, and a new box of cereal mm-hmm. from Kenneth, I believe, sent this okay. a while ago. Wow. 
Like this has been on the back burner. This is is it still good? Yeah. Is the date still should, good? July twenty twenty. We're yeah, we're good. It lasts a long time. It does. It does. Anyway, but. it's a hybrid. Well, let's go ahead and here's show a big them. reveal. Lucky Charms Frosted Flakes with three new unicorns. So they replaced the really terrible part of Lucky Charms. <laughs> the worst part of Lucky Charms with Frosted Flakes, I'm, and they put this the is best part idea. of Lucky Charms into Frosted Flakes, into Frosted which Frosted is already Flakes. a good cereal. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, I don't know that it's actually frosted. Is it f- actually frosted flakes? Yes. Okay. So they're the, the real. F- this is actually frosted flakes. I'm in. I'm, the branding is interesting. They didn't in- involve Tony at all. Hmm. No, like, they didn't. That's, is, that's, why I'm, that's why I was wondering. Yeah, it's only Lucky Charms. And Lucky Charms predominantly owns this box, mm-hmm. it looks like. Well, and the, and same the, company, General Mills. Right. The Lucky Charms logo on the front of the box is trademarked. However, the Frosted Flakes isn't. It's not. Is that, that's not the same logo. Now that I'm looking at it, no. Frosted Flakes has a bigger, more bolder letters. Let's get oh, into it. Open that up. Let's just try the Frosted Flake real quick. Okay. Like, see where we're at. They're for sure not Frosted Flakes. I just dropped it. They're not Frosted enough. Huh? They taste like frosted flakes, though. So. They do. You a think sweeter? Mm-hmm. I wonder if these are just like the. You know how I like whenever things go the through the ones that fall off. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's get into it. I'm gonna look up the frosted flakes logo real quick. I don't know how much you want here. I'm just gonna pour till you say when. I didn't get enough. All right, there you go. <laughs> yeah, this isn't the frosted flakes logo. Frosted flakes more. Um, sporty look to it. So this is just I've seen Lucky this, Charms. I've seen this logo like this. Frosted Flakes. Is that, Which one? Is the, Sorry. Their, their little uh, font. Mm-hmm. Is that just something that Frosted Flakes always uses? I don't know. I don't pay enough attention to the boxes like you, you gotta do. got to get on the box. All right. A little milk. The flakes were good, though. Oops. Watch out for the audio equipment. Consistency of that flake was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so this has three new types of uh, unicorns in it. Yeah. So we've marshmallows. Got, we've got the classic hat, classic rainbows and whatnot. Here's nothing. It's good. It's really good. I like the addition of the marshmallows and Frosted Flakes. It's just Frosted Flakes and marshmallows. It is. But if I'm ever having a bad day and like I need to go home and eat some sugary cereal, this is the one. This is good. It's very tasty. But it's not anything really new. It's just Frosted Flakes with marshmallows. Mm-hmm. But it's good. I mean, I love it. I do love Frosted Flakes. I do love Frosted Flakes. Can we go back and redo our <laughs> our, uh, our bracket? Cereal Smackdown. We need to change it. <laughs> mm. Cereals. That's good. I can't sit here and eat the whole bowl, but I would. I could have. That's good stuff. Um, I would highly recommend it. Yeah. It, it definitely tastes... I think it's got to be the real Frosted Flakes. That, that flavor is too exact. Hold on. We need to do some more research. Frosted Flakes is made by Kellogg's. Not General Mills. What? That's yeah. right. How are they doing this? How are they doing this? This has got to be some kind of infringement. General Mills. 
Lucky Charms Frosted Flakes. I gotta look it up. That's insane. That is in- insane. Those Lucky are good. Charms Frosted. Three dollars and thirty-two cents at Walmart. Not bad. Not at all. Those are good. I highly recommend them. If you're uh, looking for a new cereal, try it out. It is literally Frosted Flakes with marshmallows. With marshmallows in it. But they're not just any marshmallows. Unicorn. They're the Lucky Charms marshmallows. Yeah, so they're good. They're good. Um, they're like hard right as you bite into them. Mm. <laughs> there is a gluten-free version too for those of you who are uh, oh, man. non-gluten. Just those marshmallows. I could eat. We need to get one of those bags and bring them here. Oops, all marshmallows. All marshmallows. <laughs> all marshmallows. Well, anyway, huh. this has been a good episode. We're glad you guys hung out with us today. Thank you very um, much. We're still looking for more people that have been kicked out of things. So if you've ever been kicked out of something for life, yeah. hit us up. Um, it's going to be very fun. You really want to let us know. It may be embarrassing at first, but get over it. It'll be fun. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, this has been the Subterrestrial Podcast. We will see you guys next week. Buenos noches.